Hey, hey, it's Jenny, and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Power Hour, a podcast for current and aspiring podcast managers looking to grow their income and impact without working crazy hours. The podcast industry is booming and new podcasts are starting each and every day. So it is the best time to go all in as a podcast manager. Every week, we'll dive into a new topic that will help you navigate the ever-changing world of podcasting and get booked out as a podcast manager. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking all about the tools you need to start your podcast management business. So I'm not going to be stating the obvious like a computer because duh, or a business plan, but other tools that you may not really realize you will need if you haven't run an online business before. So let's dive in. So first up, we have a CRM tool. So I know you've heard me talk about Dubsado a lot in the past couple episodes. And just in general, if you've been in my world over the past couple years, but honestly, it is such a lifesaver for my business. I am sending contracts and other onboarding documents on a weekly basis for my agency. And I know I save at least 10 hours a month, probably more at this point, because I'm not sending anything manually. And I can just send everything to my new clients at the click of a button without worrying if it's going to get in their inbox or not. Literally just turn on a workflow and they get everything they need from me to be successfully onboarded as a client at Savvy Podcast Agency. Number two, a project management tool. And I live and die by my ClickUp task. I know that sounds a little extreme, but really, I even house any personal task in here. So it's really all encompassing for everything I need to do both personally and in business. Once you get a couple clients under your belt, pen and paper just aren't going to cut it anymore. So I recommend setting yourself up on a project management tool before you even feel like you need one so that you can get organized from the get-go and not have to move in the middle of a big transition where you're bringing in all these clients, it just makes it really hard. So both ClickUp and Asana actually have free versions that work great when you're a solopreneur. So there's really no reason not to utilize them even in the beginning before you truly feel like you need them. So just a tip there. The third thing you need is a communication hub with your clients and our team member. So I don't know about you, but I absolutely despise email. So all my communication with both my team and clients happens in Slack, which is like a kind of like an instant messaging tool. I mean, if you like email, you can definitely use email, but for me, it just seems to get lost in there. So it's just not my favorite. And you don't have to use Slack. There's lots of other options out there, but to me, Slack is just the most well-known out of all of them. And it's pretty easy to use. So it's not like a huge learning curve for your clients. Cause I obviously want to make my process for my clients as seamless as possible. And Slack is pretty easy for people to get the hang of. Next up, we have file storage. So you're going to need some place to host your files for your client's podcast, your own business documents, which you will have a lot of as well and things like that. And I recommend using either Google Drive or Dropbox. I personally prefer Drive mainly because it's free, but Dropbox is great as well if you want to pay for something or if you're already using Drive and you already really like it. Next up, we have a business bank account. And I am not an accountant by any means, but I think it's really helpful to separate your business and personal expenses and transactions from the get-go. 
so it's easier to keep track of everything because obviously when you're mixing your personal and business transactions, eventually it becomes kind of hard to like be like, was that a personal expense? Was that a business expense? Not really sure. So I recommend checking out Novo. I will leave a link in the show notes as it's a free online business banking tool and it's just really super easy to use. I've been really, really satisfied with it. And it's nice that you don't have to use like a, you know, a big name bank for your business banking. So highly recommend that. I think you might need to have an EIN to use it. I don't remember because I filled it out so long ago, like your application. But if you do need an EIN, it's really easy to get from the government. You don't need to do anything crazy. You just kind of fill out a form and then you get sent an EIN. So nothing crazy. You don't need like an LLC or anything to get an EIN. Next up, this is really specific to podcast managers because it is editing software. So as a podcast manager, you're probably going to need editing software unless you plan to outsource editing to someone else that is an editor. (laughs) But for this, I recommend either Descript or Audacity as they're pretty simple to use and Audacity is free. And then Descript, I believe the plan that I pay for is $30 a month. There is a free plan, but obviously if you are editing for a lot of clients every month, you're going to exceed the free plan for Descript pretty quickly. So it's pretty low cost and it also does transcription. So that helps too. You get kind of a two for one thing and it kind of helps justify the cost because it's not just an editing software. You also get the transcription part as well. So next up, just as we were talking about transcriptions, you also need a transcription software. So at Savvy Podcast Agency, we provide transcriptions for all of our clients' podcasts. So having a transcription software is absolutely essential. We've used both Otter and Descript and love both of them. So I recommend checking out either one of those. But if you decide to use Descript for your editing, obviously the clear choice would be to use Descript for your transcription software as well. Next up, we have bookkeeping software. Honestly, I know some people use Dubsado for this, but I don't really think it's robust enough for the long term. So I recommend getting this in check sooner rather than later. I have used FreshBooks since I started my business in 2016, which, wow, that makes me feel like a dinosaur since we're now in 2022. But I've really loved it. And I know that QuickBooks is the industry standard for bookkeeping. So I think that's a great choice as well. You can't really go wrong with either of those. But to me, FreshBooks was a little more intuitive. And I do like that my team can use it and send me invoices and track their time and stuff too. So that makes it easy there. You also need a PayPal or Stripe account or both. So you need a PayPal business account and or a Stripe account. These are free to set up, but you'll definitely need it so you can accept payments from your customers in Dubsado or HoneyBook or whatever you decide to use. So definitely essential. I would say have both because I like to give my people options. Sometimes they want to pay via PayPal. Sometimes they want to use Stripe or whatever. So definitely, definitely important to have. Next up, we have a website or a landing page. Now, I don't think you need a full out website if you're just getting started, because that can be pretty costly when it comes down to it. Although like WordPress is free, obviously you're going to need hosting software. If you have a full blown website and you're going to need like a theme and all these other things that cost a lot of money, if you're not, you know, if you don't have those startup costs, but I do think a landing page with, with at least your offerings and maybe a little bit about yourself is necessary because If you just send people straight to a Calendly or a Cutie link, which is a scheduling software, 
they're likely to be really turned off by this. I think this can be, you know, I don't know, personally for me, it does turn me off when people don't have like at least a landing page where I can see their pricing just because I don't want to hop on a call with someone. If they're like way out of my budget, that just doesn't make sense for me. It doesn't make sense for them. I just don't want to waste any time. So definitely think having a landing page is essential and it doesn't need to be anything fancy, but yeah, just like letting people know what you offer and how much it costs, at least a starting at point is really helpful. So I just mentioned Calendly or Acuity. Those are scheduling softwares. I definitely think that is essential. I use Acuity, but Calendly is great too. But basically, if you're not familiar with it, you set up your Calendly or Acuity and you're able to set up your calendar there. It syncs with your Google Calendar or whatever calendar tool you use. And basically people are able to book time on your calendar for discovery calls or podcast interviews or whatever that may be. So I think that's really crucial to have because you don't want to be going back and forth with someone about, Hey, I'm available at these three days and times, you know, what's your availability? And they send back their availability. It's just like, you're just wasting so much time. So having something like Acuity or Calendly, they can go in and pick a time that works for both you and them. And you're not you're like eliminating that back and forth. So I think that's a really, really crucial tool that you totally need. Next up is your packages. So I think it's really important to have at least two to three packages that potential clients can review before hopping on a call with you. Doing custom packages every single time you sign a new client, it really gets exhausting. So I recommend doing some sort of packages with your offerings to make it less of an admin nightmare on your end. Because you know, if you do one or two custom packages, that's fine. But if every single package that you do becomes a custom package, then it's just you're not saving any time because you're constantly having to like update every single thing to fit that particular client's needs. So I think having some options is helpful. I like to give two to three options. I do three, actually. I like to give three options. And then like, if they do need a custom package, I typically don't mind creating it, but that's usually because they already have like an editor or something and they don't need the editing portion. It's not like, Oh, let's remove and nitpick every little tiny thing on here because the client doesn't think they need it, but they probably actually do. So that's kind of a case where a custom package would be fine. Like if they already had an editor that they loved and been using for years, But other than that, it's just too much work to have clients nitpicking every little detail in your packages and saying, oh, I don't need this. Oh, I don't need this. It's like, okay, that's a little much. So I'm just trying to save you guys the admin difficulties on your end. All right. So those are all the tools I think you need to start your podcast management business. I know there are others that fall under the nice to have category, but these ones that I mentioned are pretty much the bare minimum tools needed. If you need any links to anything, so like Acuity, Calendly, Dubsado, anything that I mentioned, I will have it linked in the show notes, both the short ones and the one on my website. So they're really easy to grab wherever you go. But yeah, I want to know what is your favorite tool that you currently use in your business? You can let me know over on Instagram at jenny.sunnison, or you can pop it into the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, friends. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at jenny.sunnison, J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N 
or in the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook group. And let me know your thoughts on today's episode because I love hearing from you. You can find all the links and resources in the show notes over at jennysunnisons.com. Okay, that's all for now. I'll see you in the next episode.